Hello, good evening and welcome to this week's edition of the Ponty Rugby Show, broadcast on your local radio station, GTFM. If you don't know me by now, I'm Gitto Davis of the Ponty Media Team and I'll be hosting the show which puts the spotlight on your local Premiership Rugby Club, Pontypridd RFC. It's been a quiet period for Ponty due to a break in the league programme as the Six Nations Tournament took centre stage. But the action resumes as Pontypridd travel to face Aberavon at the Talbot Athletic Ground this coming Saturday. We'll be previewing that match on the show. Our studio guest this evening is versatile back Corey Shepherd, a Ron the boy who joined Ponty this season and has made an impression playing at full-back, centre, occasionally at outside half. Corey has a very interesting line of work away from rugby, something that involves a different shaped ball. We'll chat to Corey later about all of that. We'll start the show this evening, however, with a regular weekly update of the happenings and events at Pontypridd RFC, the news round presented by Grace Reynolds. There was no competitive action for either of the Pontypridd senior youth teams last weekend. The seniors had no scheduled fixture as the Six Nations campaign took centre stage, whilst the youth unfortunately had to cancel their Blues Premiership game at home to Cardiff Met due to player availability issues affecting both clubs. After a three-week break, the Indigo Premiership campaign resumes this coming Saturday as Pontypridd travel away to face Aberavon. Ponty currently lie fourth in the table, one position and one point behind Aberavon, but the Wizards crucially have in three games in hand. The Pontypridd Supporters Club are organising coach travel to Talbot Athletic Ground for the match, departing Sardish Road at 12.45pm in good time for the 2.30pm kickoff. To book a seat on the bus to Aberavon, please contact Phil Lysett on 01443-662-561. Pontypridd youth, meanwhile, have a longer journey to face as they travel to play North Wales side Nan Conway on Saturday in the quarter-final round of the National Youth Cup. The other ties to be played feature Aberdeer versus Bryn Mawr, Cardiff Met vs Narberth and Merthyr vs Newport HSOB. Ponty Youth have progressed to the quarter-final round of the National Cup with previous victories over Tondi and Newbridge. Supporters who are booked on one of the three Scottish trips towards the end of the season as Pontypridd face Super 6 opposition in a cross-border competition are reminded that full and final payments for the trips are now due. Supporters club officials will be at Ponty's next home game against Newport on Saturday 29th of February to collect any outstanding payments. There are places still available on the trips for the away games against Watsonians on the 9th of May and Moor Bears on the 16th of May, both games to be played in Edinburgh. The trip to Peebles for the away game against Southern Knights is however already fully booked. For more information on Scottish trips, please contact Phil Lysett on 01443-662-561. The best way to keep track of everything going on at Sardis Road, matches and events, and all the latest news and views from Pontypridd RFC, is by logging on to the club website, www.ponty.net, and on our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to me, Grace Reynolds, on the Ponty Rugby News Round. Thank you, Grace. It's time now to welcome our special studio guest on the show this evening, Corey Shepard. Welcome to the show, Corey. Thanks for coming along this evening. Um, first of all, I'd like to ask you, you come from work today now, and a very interesting line of work not too far from here in the GTFM studio, down at the uh, Triforest Estate USW complex, Yeah, working for Cardiff City. Yeah, um, basically I work for 
the academy. Um, I'm like I'm an assistant strength and conditioning coach. Um, so I sort of work with anyone with the age from nine to up until eighteen, nineteen. Um, um, delivering the the fitness programs and just sort of helping out with you know that sort of side of things. How I'm long sit- have you been doing that and thinking about um, Cardiff when they were in the Premiership? You know. Yeah. You- so I applied for the job in the in the summer. I come from the Ospreys first, so I did a, a year's internship with the Ospreys, which ah, was nice. sort of unpaid. So you know, quite a tough year really, travelling yeah. back and forth to Land Darcy like two or three times a week. But I suppose that's what got me in this position then, obviously because I could sort of put that on my CV that I'd been in a sort of a professional environment. Yeah. Yeah, so done a year's internship with the Ospreys and then finally applied for that role. Eventually got got the role and then also do my masters then alongside it. So it's uh ah, right, yeah. quite quite a busy year, you know, really enjoying it so far. So have you had a chance to work with any of the players that have broken through, you know, into the Cardiff City? Uh a boy we call Taz basically he was playing for the under eighteens for the majority of this season and then I think it was two weeks ago then the first team coach phoned the academy up and said look we you know we like the look of this boy uh, right. can we get him down yeah uh, so we trained with the first team for like a week or two and then obviously made his appearance then in in the I think it was a cup game then two weeks ago so it's right. like really good to see you know someone yeah you know quite personally and then sort of make it to the to the big stage then. yeah how many breakthrough from the academy then local boys um I'll be honest, it's, a, it's few and far between yeah. at the moment. You know, like obviously not everyone can sort of make it and you know make that sort of step up. Yeah, um, that's where sort of we come in then because half the time they've got sort of the, the football ability to you know to get there, but then they struggle with the physicality once right. they make that step up to senior, which is the same with rugby, really. You yeah. know, you get the you, yeah. you know the bigger boys. Um, so yeah, that's where sort of our job comes into it. Then is trying to get these boys physically ready. To make that step up to the senior game, yeah, I think there was there's two boys from the academy that last year that have made you know appearances oh, right. for the first team then yeah, yeah. this season. So yeah. you know it's it's uh, it's quite reward rewarding then once yeah. you once you see that. Ideally, one day I would like to end up back in rugby, um, right. but at the moment I am sort of really enjoying it. Uh, I will say that the sort of the culture then of strength and condition is a lot different. Yeah in football than it is in rugby yeah um whereas with rugby if you if you're talented and you've got a good skill set but like you're not quite there physically nine times out of ten you're going to get found out right. where yeah as in football if you're technically really good and one of the best there but you're not there physically you can still kind of get away with it and play right at a higher level because obviously your skill is maybe more important than your physical yeah. attributes in football. Um so that's been a challenge as well, seeing like the difference in boys from rugby and the Ospreys last year. Yeah. How much they sort of apply themselves in the gym and then trying to get the Cardiff City Academy boys then to buy into that sort of mindset. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, it's been that's why I find it so fulfilling and challenging at the moment because I'm trying to sort of Educate these boys on why why it's important then to yeah, yeah. you know to develop and to stay injury free. I suppose, yeah, is another and thing, stuff like that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always say like the best ability of a player is his availability. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So. you might be a good person to ask it. And some people criticise the rugby ethos. You know that there's too much time spent in the gym. Young players, academy players, maybe don't get out on the pitch and play that they 
concentrating on the physique too much? Is that possibly a case? Um, or is it I a necessity, would, do you think? I wouldn't say so. I would say, especially in the academy, <coughs> um, so in sort of academy rugby setups, I'd say that it's maybe the physical stuff is just as important for them at that moment in time because right. when they when they need to make that step up then to the senior level again is sort of are they ready then physically yeah. to be you know so if they've sort of not put the effort in the gym for two three years in the academy they make that step up and then physically they're not there yeah it's sort of like well you know this is why we're trying to you know make it a, as important as we can yeah they get found um, out there yeah so you know but again i think a lot of work is still done on the field in yeah. you know across the professional you know environment in rugby yeah. I, um and i think you know being in the gym is only going to make you better right and they're not sort of spending less time on the field to be in the gym yeah yeah it's, it's you know it's measured compulsory out. you know for to be in the gym and to be on the field yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah so if we yeah. can turn um to yourself you know personally then you're on the boy yeah. What, what was your background, you know, and the way you came into rugby then? Um, so I played I played for Astrid Ronda um, from the age of about seven right way through to, the, you know, up the minis and uh, played then to under-15s and finally started playing for Ronda District then. Um, was lucky, lucky enough to captain them in the Dewey Shield uh, year. Um, yeah. Got to the final. Lost to a good Cardiff Schools team at the time. Ah, um, I thought Ronda were all conquering at that yeah, stage. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we was always in the final. Yeah. Like the year before, I was in the final as well, playing the Europe. Um, didn't lost that final as well. Oh, so right. <laughs> yeah. Got two runners-up medals. Ah. Um, and then, obviously, once the Dewey Shield season was over, made the move then to Cardiff Blues on the 16s. Um, then... Obviously, well, I had a really good season there. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, got, you know, got no regrets there. Yeah. Um, then at the end of that season, sort of nothing come from it. Um, right. Sort of just not got released, but just sort of got sent back to, right. you know, as a Ronda. Yeah. Uh, played three years of youth. Um, probably that's when I probably enjoyed my rugby at the moment. You know, same as everyone. Everyone talks about how good youth rugby with is. Astrid, and, yeah, with Astrid, yeah. yeah. So I played three years of Astrid. Um, then obviously made the step up to the senior team. Played with them for, I think it was two years. Right. Um, and then got asked then if I was interested to go to Cross Keys at the time. Uh Obviously, went down there had, had a training session. Was so that I, the Morgan Starter link then? Or that's on the, that's the Morgan Starter link, yeah. So yeah. He, he gave me a message and coaching the keys then. Yeah, he was. He was well. He was backs coach at the time. Yeah, the head coach was Greg Woods. Yeah, Ebervale coach now. Yeah, um, yeah. So they asked me to sign. I spent the season down there. Um, good, good group of boys down there as well. Really enjoyed it, and then. Um, just sort of I think it was with work commitments and stuff you know me living in the Ronda yeah. you know a lot of travelling so I went back to Astrid um, and then had a really good season then in the championship we did they got promoted yeah, you yeah. Know, so yeah. and then we finished second then behind Pont de Poole yeah. in the championship um, yeah really enjoyed that season and then in the summer then I had a message off Dan Godfrey you know if I wanted to come down for a training session right and yeah, and then was that something you hoped then? would happen? You know, a lot um, of boys from the Ronda gravitate down to Pontypridd. Yeah, you know, ob- hoping. Obviously, you know, being around the boy Ponty's probably the, 
you know, the one premiership team that you'd always aspire to play for. Um, yeah. And that's not different for me. I was, you know, always sort of in the back of my mind, yeah, I'd love to play for Ponte, you know, playing at Sardis Road every week is... Uh, you know, as you know, they're probably the best bunch of crowd you yeah. know, in the Premiership, aren't they? So, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, you know, always sort of a, an ambition of mine. But I think coming back from Cross Keys where I didn't really get a lot of opportunity, um, I just went back to us with a mindset of just, you know, playing the best rugby I can every week and just enjoying it. Didn't mm, really think yeah. too much of, oh, I want to get, yeah, you yeah. know, I want to play in the Prem again next year. Um yeah, so I just went back to us and enjoy, you know, just started enjoying it again and being with a group of boys that I know and, you know, and then when this opportunity came up, I just kind of, you know, I took a bit of time to think about it and, you know, right. and then in the end I thought, yeah, you know, ready to give it a go again in the Prem, so. How's it gone then? Have you settled in well at Ponty? Yeah, I've settled in well, definitely. Um you know, it's a great group of boys, as you know, you see them every week and, you know, we all work hard for each other. Um probably you know we're an honest group of boys and yeah um in terms of like performances i've probably been a bit up and down this year um you know I'm, i've been i'm chuffed to be in the squad every week um but yeah it's like some games i'm playing well other games then i'm you know sort of not playing as well as i want to be i think that goes for the whole squad though in yeah, yeah it's, it's been probably, an up and down season yeah it's and, been an up and down season definitely yeah it has um and again, I think it's obviously it's not just me who's a new member of the squad, is there? Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a number of new members, and then obviously with like Dicko being out for half the season and Shirley now, yeah. you know, being out as well, it's a massive blow for for everyone. So, yeah. Um, yes, you know, and at some point we we're gonna have to step up, sort of the the younger members, and you know, take charge there. So, yes, you know, just gotta keep working hard and hopefully get there. And finishing the top six, then you, you've been so, playing mostly as a centre. Yeah. But you you can play inside or outside centre. You've also played fullback. Yeah, I, I think you've played outside half as well, and at some stages in your career. Yeah, have you, have you got a favoured position? Uh, well, I I played all my sort of my mini and juniors and with the blue sixteens at ten. Um, oh, right, yeah. And then once I went to, went to senior rugby, I sort of made the move then to fullback. Um, so yeah, for the majority of my senior rugby, it's mostly full back and the odd game. They you know they are ten. Um, never played centre before. All oh, right. Never, never really played centre. Um, and then I for the university then last season, um, Ben Daniels asked me, "Oh, can I just help out with the university side?" Obviously, Justin was coaching it at the time yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, and that was my first game at twelve and. I ended up having a good game, and I think that's where Justin sort right. of, you know, seen seen that yeah, uh, yeah. that I can play twelve, and then obviously asked me then to come the following season. But yeah, that's the only sort of game that I played twelve really, and then the games that I played centre this season, uh, you know, they're still I'm still sort of learning. Oh, right. So there's yeah. sort of been a combination of step up in standard and a new position. Yeah. Which you know is. Uh, but you've been consistent. Uh, in the terms of, I think you're one of the top appearances for this season, 16, I think. Yeah. Which is yeah. as much, you know, more than most of the squad. So, yeah. you've been an ever-present, in a way, this season for Ponty. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, you know, I've, I have really enjoyed it. It's been, uh, you know, and I feel like every every game that I play, I'm, you know, starting to get a bit more comfortable with the standard of rugby. I right. think when I first come up, I was like, 
oh, you know, I'm I'm playing in the Premiership. There's some pros there, you know, and how, how am I going to handle it? And right. but like that's sort of starting to, you know, to go now, and I'm starting to sort of feel like yeah, maybe I can sort of be a consistent player at at this level. So. Um, just got to keep working, whatever position it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you what, mind being moved around? You know, from um, one position to another. It's, you know, it's not something that I really want to do. Um, but obviously, with <coughs> excuse me, uh, with like injuries coming in, and I know that sometimes it, that I can't be out. And yeah. like obviously, if if the coaches need me to do something, you know, then I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I just want to be on the field like everyone else. So, whether that's been in the centre or fifteen or ten, you know, that's what I'll do. So, your, yeah. your kicking game is important to you, I think, in terms of positional kicking, and um, which you know is important for the centre and the fullback. Do have you kicked for the post? You know, are you a point scorer as well? You haven't done that for Ponty as yet. No, I've had. Um, I was chatting to this with Justin the other week. Actually, I've had two attempts at Ponty, right. and I've missed two. But um, <laughs> they they were like you know fifty meters plus. Oh, so right, yeah. like when I have tried it, they are sort of difficult kicks. But yeah. I know I can make those kicks. I just oh, gotta right. you know actually do it in a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously kicking is an important part of my game. Um, and then also I sort of want to start to you know get that running game going as well that I know right. know that I can do yeah. so yeah it's just a, a matter of you know getting some a bit more game time a bit more experience feeling a bit more comfortable you know playing yeah. at a higher standard and then hopefully you know it can take off from the end so I think the so, whole squad really is gelling together it might be that sort of season for Ponty to boys to get to know each other and yeah, develop yeah definitely and you know we're doing we are doing a lot off the field to try and do that um, you know like couple of Thursdays or Tuesdays we're having food after training just to get together and right. you know uh, like the senior boys are really making an effort to try and get boys to you know yeah. get gelled together as a team um, and then obviously we've had like socials and which have been really good um, get get to know the boys a bit better yeah, um, yeah so you know don't it's, say too much about those <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's better uh, you know not spoken about but yeah. um yeah, they've been, you know, senior boys have been really good, you know, trying to get the the younger boys involved. Oh, and, great. Um, I think that sort of stuff is probably just as important on the field sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. getting to know each other, as, you know, as an individual and then playing as a team. Um, I think you get that at the lower, lower level clubs anyway, right, yeah. I think, because boys are sort of from the same area, yeah, and they, yeah. whereas in Ponte you've got boys coming from different backgrounds yeah. and different, different areas. So I think it's really important then that we sort of make an effort off the field to you know to be better on the field then. Yeah. So we said it was yeah. a bit of an up and down season so far. We've had a break now because of the Six Nations, but Aberavon we're back in action. Aberavon away on Saturday. Mm. Any predictions for that? Uh, well, you never know in this league no, do at the moment. No. So you know, no game is uh, no game is a given. Um, Obviously, with the the four bottom teams going down last year, they sort of you've got the best, yeah. you know, best teams in the Premiership now, um, and I think the the results speak for that. I don't think we've had a game where, you know, we've sort of won by a massive margin. No, no. Um, tight games. Yeah, they've all been tight games, um, and I think that you know, you get two wins, you're back up the third, or you you lose two games and you. You know, you don't you're out of the top six, it's that sort of yeah, yeah. that sort of league. So um in terms of Aberavon I think 
you know, obviously historically they've been very good and they've always been very strong. Yeah. Um, I think maybe you know we could have beat them on Sardis, yeah. but or we should have beat them even. Um, we had chances there where we should have you know took the game away from them. So it's not going to be easy going down there. Um, but I think the boys are refreshed now, say after after the break, and right. uh, yeah. you know really looking forward to going down there and getting the win. That you know we're going down there to win. So yeah. you know, yeah, I think we can do it. So good positive thinking. Yeah, yeah, Goro. Well, yeah. Corey, thanks so much for coming in uh, this evening. Uh, appreciate you coming on as a guest, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Th- thanks for having me. You're listening to the Ponty Rugby Show here on GTFM with me, Gitto Davis. So it's Aberavon away in the Premiership next for Ponty this coming Saturday. It promises to be a tight encounter, with Aberavon one position and one point ahead of fourth-placed Pontypridd in the league rankings. The reverse fixture back in November proved to be a cliffhanger, Aberavon stealing a late win by 15 points to 16. The Ponty squad were training last night down at the very impressive University of South Wales barn facilities on the Treforest estate. I called down there to catch up with the squad to look forward to the Aberavon match. I talked to scrum half Joel Rakes and flanker Sean Parry, firstly asking Joel how the squad had used the recent three-week break from action. Yeah, we had a, we had a nice week off, week off training, um, which was nice. Um, we trained this week. Um, yes, yeah, so it was nice, nice to be back at it. But done a little bit of myself, uh, not too much. But um, yeah, it's had a bit, bit of downtime, bit of time off rugby. It was nice. Did you think the boys needed that? Because there's another big game coming up now on Saturday, Aberavon away, and this break might have done us a bit of good. Yeah, I think so. I think we were uh, carrying a, a couple of knocks, so um, I think it gives the, the the boys, which had a couple of injuries come back at 100% and, and, and fly into our next game against Aberavon which is by no means going to be an easy game so um, yeah we need everybody fresh and everybody ready to go Aberavon only one point ahead of us in the table but they have got three games in hand which a lot of clubs around us have got games in hand on us so important now to go down there and get a result on Saturday yeah yeah, of course it is um, funny enough, I was looking at the table uh, looking at the table earlier and yeah, we're in a good position, but like you said, teams have got game, games in hand on us. But um, like every game against Aberavon, it's never really a, really an easy game. We, we know it's going to be a tough game, especially especially down there. So yeah, we, we, we're ready and, and we know, know what to expect, really. And uh, if we do to them what they did to us up at Sardis, a narrow win, that'd be enough for us? Yeah, I'd, I, th- I think we'd uh, bite the hand off now if if they said if you said we'd we'd win narrowly if it was by one point. I'm sure we'd, we'd, we'd take a straight away. Well, let's hope it works out that way, thanks. Yeah, definitely. I'm joined now by Ponty flanker Sean Parry. Well, Sean, you've had uh, three weeks off now from competitive action. Yeah. How have the boys used that break, you know, training-wise, preparing? Yeah, I'm sure the boys have all been in the gym, you know, working hard, but also giving the body a nice rest as well, because we had uh, a good eight, nine-week string of games, so it's good to get a rest in as well. Have you, have you had a break from rugby training during this time then? Yeah, first week we had uh, Tuesday, Thursday off and then the second week we were back in then training, getting a bit of fitness, putting the cobwebs off. But what's the feeling within the squad? You said you'd had a hard run of games, you know, and um, is this something that you welcome then to have this break? Yeah, looking forward to the Aberhaven game, you know. They like to play nice and open and so do we, so I think, you know, it'll be a good game, but we're confident and I think we can do it. Because they just beat us... 
well, very narrowly up at Saris Road earlier in the season. So is this something we can perhaps do the same to them down there? I definitely think we can do them down there, you know. I think we were really unlucky to, to lose at home against them. So it'd be nice to get one back over on them. Excellent. Thank you, Sean. Cheers. That's about it for another edition of the Ponty Rugby Show. We hope you've enjoyed what's been on offer this week. Thank you to our special guest, Ponty three-quarter Corey Shepherd, and to all our other contributors. And thank you most of all to our supporters and listeners. Ponty are back in action this weekend, so if you can make your way through Storm Dennis down to Aberavon to back the boys, then please do so. And remember, you can travel on the Supporters Club coaches nice and easy. The Ponty Rugby Show is on air every Wednesday at 7pm on GTFM 107.9 FM. I'm Gitto Davis signing out for the time being. Have a good week. Till next week.